I, I think it is an opportunity. I do not in this world think it is a problem. I think the most important part is being able to gain that experience of, you know, working as a professional journalist and that's still available to students. I know JR is an important part of my journey here and nothing's going to change that even if I don't get to go it's not going to change the importance of this whole experience. Hello everyone and welcome to our podcast. My name is Nadia Al-Hinai and this is a podcast where four research assistants, Shafaq Zia, Hakim Al-Maqdad, Alyssa Maflah and I work with Professor Anto Mohsen to research different aspects of science journalism in the COVID-19 era. So with me today to help us understand this is Professor Mary Dudinsky, who teaches journalism at Northwestern and is also in charge of the placement process for this program. And we are also joined here with Shafaq Zia, who just completed her JR experience a few months ago. And we also have Rosa Pendi, who is a current junior student at Northwestern University in Qatar, who will be doing her JR experience this year. So, hello, Professor Mary. How are you? I'm very good, and thank you for I'm honored to be part of your podcast. So, kind of walk us through what this journalism residency is and why juniors at Northwestern University in Qatar have to take it and why it's so important. It's really now called the Journalism and Strategic Communication Residency because we place students not just in journalism sites, but also in marketing, public relations, NGOs, we are broadening where we place students because everybody in journalism and stratcom are becoming content producers. So what is called JR is really an academic internship and the students get two units of credit for it. We believe in at Medill that you learn by doing. And so the academic internship is to give students a chance to actually learn how to do a possible career in journalism, stratcom, marketing, whatever, through uh, this particular internship. And so they have to, um, they're supervised, they're evaluated by the media site they go to. And they are also, they send in weekly reports to me so I know what's going on. And uh, this is again, Medill's belief that you learn by doing And so the contract with the students is that they have a professional experience. So I try to accommodate that through JR. And JR is 10 weeks in February, this coming year of 2021. It'll be from February 15th through April 23rd. It will be remote and it's all over the world. It's great to hear that, you know, you you try and help students to place them in you know, programs that they're actually going to enjoy, you know, programs that actually offer the interest of those students. Um, So I think that's actually great. I think we can uh, move on to Shefa, and uh, she's going to be talking about her personal experience with her JR. So Shefa, do you want to take it from here? Hello. Hi, Nadia. Thank you so much for having me today. Um, Yeah, definitely. I can talk about my journalism residency experience. So I'm someone who's been passionate about science journalism for a very long time. And um, for that reason, I started um, doing my residency at 
STAT, which is a science and health website. Um, it's a member of the Boston Globe Media and um, STAT basically talks about science and health stories for a general non-scientist uh, audience. Um, and I had honestly a very wonderful experience at STAT. Um, I remember as soon as I came in, I was um, given assignments, which is something that I really wanted to do. I wanted to um, report on different topics within the field and I really got to do that. And I think the best part of my residency was that I was able to go up to experienced journalists within the newsroom and ask them questions because I'm someone who does not come from a science background. So while I was reporting on those stories, there were many questions to be asked and everyone in the newsroom was very helpful. And of course, through that um, experience, I was able to make contacts and network within the industry, which I think is going to be very important for my career after I graduate from Northwestern and pursue science journalism. That's great. And I think about the thing about networking kind of, you know, uh, segues into our next point about, because you had an interesting uh, work experience because you had to shift from, you know, working in person every day to working remote remotely. So kind of walk us through that, like the struggles and the challenges that you face with that sudden shift. Yes, um, definitely. So my journalism residency was quite unique because um, a part of it was, you know, I went to the office and it was in person, but then most of it was remote and we were sort of, you know, there wasn't enough knowledge um, at that point of, you know, how quickly COVID spreads and what's happening. And it was, you know, very um, challenging because I was in Boston um, and I wasn't near my family or friends. And then there was a lot of, you know, um, just there were so many there was so much uncertainty and so many, so many unknown factors. So that was quite challenging. And I think um, when we shifted remotely, one of the things that I really um, faced was there was a little bit of a lack of motivation because um, I really enjoyed going to the office and, you know, being around people in the newsroom and being able to go up to journalists and ask them questions. So I think that, that part of it wasn't there anymore. I could, of course, talk to them over Slack and, you know, message them. They were always sort of there for support. But, you know, I really missed that um, human interaction, like in-person interaction. So that, I think, um, was a big, big challenge for me. Definitely. And I believe, you know, through this whole experience, there's a lot of things that you learn, you know, uh, whether that is from the, you know, the sudden online, you know, shift to online working or just things as a science journalist. Uh, so kind of like tell us more about the things that you gained from working at STAT and the things that, uh, you know, some important elements that you think you'll carry on with you as a journalist. Yes, um, there are quite a few things that I learned as um, a science journalist working, you know, in the field. Um, a few lessons that I think are very important for anyone who's communicating science. So I think... Um, one important lesson is that there is an immense responsibility that comes with communicating science because you, you're not only responsible for communicating that information accurately to the audience, but you're also responsible for communicating, you know, the work of these scientists who've put so much hard work and time and energy into these projects. So you have, you know, a responsibility towards the audience as well as the scientists because you're sort of the middleman you're communicating their ideas and their projects to the audience. So I think it's very important to understand that. It's very important to ensure that you have deep um, conversations with 
these scientists because uh, for me a lot of my work was about um research you know it was about communicating new research in different fields um so i think that's something that i really experienced it was important for me to really understand the work of these scientists the goals and you know um the project itself to be able to communicate that effectively to the general audience and i think secondly one and another important thing would be that it's okay not to know everything because um this is something that i was very self conscious about um i'm someone who does not come from a science background um i have a journalism background so of course it was um there were times when it was quite hard for me to understand something that was quite technical i was given a lot of assignments that were you know they were research papers and um there was a lot of language that was very technical and that's something that i you know was finding it hard to navigate but i learned it from people around the newsroom that even if someone had a science background they could maybe have a physics background but they wouldn't know everything about biology they could have a biology background and not not know everything about chemistry so you know there were people who did have a science background but they still didn't know everything and i think that's something that i would say every science communicator should keep in mind that it's okay not to know everything and science is a field about curiosity you know it is a field where you know there's always going to be new things to learn um so that was another important lesson and i think lastly i would just say that it's very important to be able to keep in mind that um you know you can never assume that your audience knows everything about science you know it's very important that you break down the information so it is understandable by the general audience um uh, because you know science communication as we can see due to the pandemic it's very important so i think these are the three big lessons that i really learned and i'll keep with me for the rest of my you know career i completely agree and honestly like you know congrats to you for like finishing this program and you know learning so much from it and you know sharing your wealth of experience with us and i mean the point that you brought up about you know I think there's like a certain strength that comes from saying I don't know when you don't know something. You know, a lot of people are intimidated to say those words, but in journalism, you really don't have a choice. If you don't know something, you don't know something. You can't really kind of play off that you do. And I think that, you know, plays a big role in especially science journalism. So, uh, thank you Shafaq. Um now we're going to move on to Rosa, who is actually a junior student right now currently. at uh, Northwestern Khabar and uh, hi Rosa how are you hi i'm good thank you how are you i'm good so rosa you are going to be doing this journalism residency under these circumstances you know in this pandemic you know shafak started you know before the whole lockdown and you know um the pandemic kind of started like midway through her experience but you're starting from the beginning with the, you know the pandemic happening so kind of walk us through like how your experience is going to be. So I'd say so far my experience has been pretty smooth though filled with some uncertainty as is to be expected given the unique situation we're in. The process and the expectations have been a bit different for us than what we imagined or what we expected when we first started at Northwestern Qatar and that's because, you know, the current global pandemic has posed a lot of challenges and uncertainties to our um planning and preparations in the beginning i was really excited and i was really planning to go to the united states and um that's where my head was at but this summer i 
um, started a, an internship. I did a summer internship with Julia Leap. And the whole point of a summer internship for me was to get a better sense of what I wanted to do for JR, what kind of work I wanted to do, where I wanted to go. And I realized um, through the internship that I didn't want to go to the United States, that I wanted to go to Germany and um, and work with Julia Leap. And that was because I realized that with the whole situation, I was doing the summer internship and I felt like if I did go to Germany, if I went there in person, I would feel much more safer. I'd already developed a relationship with my boss and I knew what to expect. I knew what was expected of me. And um, I think a few days later, we also found out that it wouldn't be possible to do in-person JR in the United States anyways. So um, after that, I kind of prepared myself to go to, um, to Germany. And I think so far that we think that it could be possible uh, for in-person JR in Europe, obviously given, I mean, depending on the situation and how things go. And I, I, but I know that it, there are a lot of uncertainties, there are a lot of challenges, and I know that there's a very high possibility that it may not happen because I've been through this process before because I did a summer internship and it was supposed to be in person, but we had to, um, you know, move it remote. And I know how difficult it is because no matter how hard you try, how hard you try to get there, it's like if the country doesn't accept interns yet, there's nothing really that you can do or the university can do. So I'm like, I, I'm really excited because I already have a sense of what I want to do. Uh, but I do, I am worried about certain things. I do worry that um, I won't get a chance to network as much, which I, I know it's very important for young professionals who are entering into this field to build um, their connections and to find more networking opportunities. Um, but I'd say that we're all adapting to this new remote uh, model. And I, I feel like it may not be perfect or what we'd hoped for or expected when we came here. Um, but I, yeah, I don't want to be discouraged by this whole um, set of prohibitions because I know there are also a lot of unique opportunities. Yeah, and I completely understand. And I mean, there's a lot of like, you know, so much things like unpredictable, you know, so many things that can happen that are unexpected. But we need to remember like, this is all learning experience and we can still learn a lot, even though you're, you're not, you know, you don't have all the opportunities you may have, you know, doing it in person, you're still gaining a lot of other knowledge. And um, I kind of want to move on back to Professor Mary about, you know, how is it for you trying to place students into, you know, different programs and, you know, with this whole pandemic happening? So how do you manage that? Well, it's a lot of work, but we have great students. Here is the uh, message that I have to deliver for expectations. We are saying everything will be remote right now until and if we can pivot. If we can pivot to face-to-face, -face, we'll try to do that. But the fact of the matter is, if I send somebody, let's say, Rosa, and I say, we've got this set up in Germany, you can go. If two weeks before she's supposed to go to Germany, NUQ's assessment on health and safety says Germany is not a, a safe place, she can't go. So I want to set up all of the internships remotely, and then if they can be pivoted, we will. Now, 
I do not think that a remote internship, I, I think it is an opportunity. I do not in this world think it is a problem because the internship the students are going to have is exactly what the journalists are doing. They are working from home, they are working remotely, they're trying to figure out how to get their sources by Zoom, by telephone, by Twitter, by uh, whatever means possible. And so the students who have a remote JR, employers will be very interested in the skills they learn and how they figure out to meet people, to socialize on Zoom, to have conversations with their bosses, to manage up, they're going to have the same professional experience that the professionals are having right now. And work and life and uh, play are all going to be changed after the pandemic. Thank you so much for that. You know, it's it's always good to always see kind of the positive side of everything. I mean, every situation we're put in, there's some sort of lesson being taught also. Um, so I want to go back to like Shafak and Rosa, if you have like any comments you want to say, because you guys, you know, Shafak, you kind of lived the experience of, you know, being a journalist remotely and Rosa, you're going kind of through that experience right now. So if you guys have any comments about that, go ahead. Um, I, I think I completely agree with, um, you know, Professor Mary. There is, of course, a learning curve there, um, but she's right. You know, I don't think that things are ever going to go back to being completely traditional, you know, the way things were. And I think that's how it should be. You know, we should be learning these lessons and moving forward with the new knowledge that we've gained. But of course, I think the most important part is being able to gain that experience of, you know, working as a professional journalist, and that's still available to students. Personally, I, I also, I really do like the model. I am a big fan of it because I just think it's uh, it's a lot more efficient and you get to work from the comfort of your room, like from the comfort of your home. And I know like from a remote internship experience this summer that it works really well with, uh, like you can get a lot of work done and you can also learn a lot in the process. And of course, I feel like I'd be bummed if I, you know, didn't get to actually go to a different country and experience a different kind of, a, a, a different life for, for a few months. But I think that there's a lot that can be done with the remote model that I think that I'm really looking forward to and I know it's going to be an experience. I know JR is an important part of my journey here and I've always known that and nothing's going to change that even if I don't get to go it's not going to change the importance of this of this whole experience to me so I think we've gained so many perspectives here in just like one session of this chat and you know, you know, just listening to everyone's perspectives, you know, someone that did the JR, someone that's about to do the JR, Professor Mary. So thank you everyone for joining us in this episode. Uh, that pretty much wraps it up for today. And we, I just want to thank you guys for giving us so much insight to this program, you know, listening to all the different perspectives of how, you know, this is being managed right now in this pandemic. And I guess that's it for today's episode. Thank you all for listening and we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to Science Journal Podcast. Don't forget to visit our Instagram page, sciencejournal.qa. 
This episode was produced by Anto Mohsen, Nadia Linai, and Shafaq Zia. Hosted by Nadia Linai, edited by Ahmed Jassim, graphics and artwork by Ahmed Jassim. <laughs>